right, welcome uh, everyone to this first edition of Suave Invites. Uh, it's the first uh, edition of a panel discussion, a digital panel discussion, um, and potentially a podcast that we um, are doing now with uh, three amazing people who also happen to be singers and songwriters. We're going to talk about the beautiful art of uh, singing and songwriting, um, and maybe I am just a moderator, uh, the other people here, Ming, Sala, and Jay Mason know a lot more about that. Um, so let's start with an introduction first and uh, Ming, let's go. Yeah. So thanks for having me and having us. It's an honor. Um, I love collaborating with Suava and all the artists on the label. Uh, so my name is Ming. I'm a vocalist and I'm a songwriter. I love writing in dance music and like in, into all the genres, but also I have a love for pop music. So I just try to do um, a lot of that. And what I really love about this, I say a lot of love, sorry, because I just love it, <laughs> is the, all the collaborating as well, like working together with other writers, vocalists, and producers. And the, the constant creating uh, is what makes it so special to have this as a job. That's great. You can never have enough love. So that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, Susanna? Oh, yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Susanna. Um, my artist name is Zana. Um, I'm a songwriter and a vocalist. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to be here today to talk about songwriting with you guys. Yeah, welcome. Hey guys, my name is Jort, um, aka Jay Mason. Um, I'm a songwriter, um, vocalist from the Netherlands. I live in, uh, in Zwolle. Um, I, I guess 80% of my songwriting is uh, based on the dance industry, um, but that's like all of the dance industry. So um, commercial house, hard style, feature bass, um, you name it. I, I, I love doing it all. Um, that's the beauty of um, working in the dance industry, that it's so versatile. And um, I, I tend to get, get bored when I'm doing one thing um, the whole time. Um, and I, I found that with... Um, with writing for the dance industry that uh, every day is, uh, is, is exciting because you don't know what kind of song you end up. And, um, there's all these, uh, uh, producers that can, um, help get bring the song to life. So, um, yeah, love doing it. Um, and I've been doing it for, um, I guess since, since, uh, 2019. Um, yeah. And I feel very fortunate to have this, uh, as a, as a day job. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here. That's amazing. And then, Minga and Sal, do you feel uh, the same way about being um, singer-songwriters in dance music? Yeah, I think it's it was a whole new world I discovered at some point. Because before I've I've made albums with more alternative singer-songwriter music. I loved it, the touring, etc. But this is a fast world and I love working with the producers because they always bring on new sounds that inspire you straight away. So it kind of makes your songwriting job even easier at some point and more fun. The fun is definitely in it. And like, as Jort says, you never know what you're going to end up with and you can write a whole new thing tomorrow. So the world is always your, always your oyster. Yeah, I feel the same. I come from more of a pop background. Um, and I also do a lot of that still. It's like a 50-50 thing for me. Um, but the dance world is very much like fast paced and uh it feels fun and challenging and always new um and i think 
yes, the collaboration and the, um, it just feels fresh and fun. It's like going to a dance party every day <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, having fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think also these days, uh, of course, it's so easy to record your own vocals or produce remote or together. And it just makes it very easy to be super creative all the time. And that's actually what all you want to do. Yeah, I can imagine. But I can imagine that it could also be kind of um, a challenge, you know, that there obviously there's a lot of creativity. There's um, the, the dance music industry is very versatile. You're working with a lot of different people. Like, is that, can that be a challenge for you? Um, you, of course, also have a creative vision. How does that usually work with you guys? Um, well, for me to answer that, um, there's always a certain compromise because when you uh, write a track and you write it as like a strip version, like there's no uh, dance production involved and you just uh, work with a guitar or a piano and you write a, a song to a tempo that is uh, suitable for a certain dance genre, uh, you you can get an idea of how you want the song um, uh, to sound, but um, it also depends on, on what kind of producer um, uh, uh feels that that it sparks their creativity and and they might have like a, a totally opposite style of what you're what you think it's going to be and um i've had it before that that i i wrote um a, a track that was more like uh i don't know for your like commercial commercial house and it ended up being a hard style top line but they just sped up the whole thing and um and it ended up working and um and and that's kind of the compromise like you have to be uh open that your idea um is that you you blend worlds together, and if you want to do like only your thing and uh, and have your, like hundred percent your vision on on music, then I guess you should have your your own artist project and and work on that. But um, there's I, for me working in the dance industry, there's always a certain compromise, but that's also the beauty of it because yeah. um, it's 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 blending all these different worlds together. Like like we talked about before, we all have a different background. I I started out playing guitar in a metal band. Um, which is like a totally different thing. Um, very cool. But, but like, um, the fact that, that, that all people have all these different backgrounds, uh, and you blend them together to create a dance track, um, there always will be like something, something unique. If we all grew up listening to dance music and that will be our only thing, um, our creative minds might be like, like a little narrow minded, but the fact that we all have, have these different backgrounds with like pop music and, um, and for me, like rock, rock and metal music, um, you, you, you can add like, like new flavors to dance. And that's also what, uh, what, what keeps the, the genre, um, developing, I guess. So, yeah, I think also as a songwriter in general, um, like if you have your own artist project and it's like more of showing your artistic like side and what you want to say, and it's like very much your vision but when i work as a songwriter for someone else's project uh i'm writing a song for them so uh i think it's much more um of like imagining or trying to understand their world and what they're coming from and what they want to say um and obviously sometimes you write with the artist and sometimes you write uh with your um like other songwriters and producers and it's like for pitch for an artist who you don't know and then obviously it's up to you to make that something that hopefully someone will 
gravitate towards. Um, but it feels like a, a service, like I'm trying to create the best thing for someone. Yeah. And also for, for someone we don't know yet, for a label you don't know yet, and for an audience, like you, we will always keep in mind the audience, like the listeners who are going to have to love this track and going to have to get hooked into it. It's, and then I feel like the collaborating, we've been, we've been talking about that as well. Like in a session, sometimes it happens, or a lot of the times happens, or that's the goal at least, that you tune into the same wavelength and you start creating in this dream and like how crazy and impossible it is almost to be the same, sort of the same mind, like three minds creating this one thing in the same wavelength is really special. I mean, it's not 100% of the sessions, but it's always the goal to get there. Yeah, to find that common ground or that 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 idea that that sparks their their creativity for for all of you, and and, and you feel all feel like okay, I think this is the direction the track's gonna go, and and let's go there and see where it uh, where it ends up. And you have each other to bounce your ideas off on. So San and I've worked together as well, and then she will say a word, and I will think of another sentence, and she will think of this melody, and then uh, it's only mostly it's only four words, unless there's a, someone in the session who's like no no. <laughs> That happens, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So it might be just a matter of starting to do it, you know, and um, then just see what happens. But it could it be also more of a challenge that you at some point just see, you know, this is just not the person that I can vibe with on that same level. Is that something that can happen? It can happen. <laughs> yeah, it can, it can. It can definitely happen. Like. There are like uh, certain people that you just just don't find a creative vibe with, but I feel that um, like songwriting, I feel that it's kind of it's mus also like muscle training. If you do like if you do it all the time, uh, you keep that that muscle uh, um, uh, lively. And if you um, if you don't write songs for months, you might have to uh, like write ten songs before you get to that creative flow again that you felt when you uh, um, when you when you quit it. Um, and, and I feel that if you have, if you find that you're having a session with someone that you don't creatively, um, uh, find a connection with, um, if you are in a phase that you, uh, do a lot of songwriting, you still have, uh, somewhat of a flow. So, um, uh, the song might not end, end up being like, uh, uh, like an eight out of 10, but a definitely a solid six out of 10. And that song can still be pitched and someone might still feel like, okay, wow, this is, uh, uh, this is something I vibe with. So, um, you just, you just never know. It also happened the other way around, like not often, maybe once or twice that the session was really hard and straining and like, but the song turned out amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to do this session again tomorrow, but I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. But I think the process for me is super important that the sessions are fun and, and like cool and. I started growing towards that more and more. Yeah, is it, yeah. I, I wanted to ask, like, is that also a thing that you feel like over time you you start you worry less about the results and you focus more on the fun? Because um, I felt that when I was when I was starting out, uh, I was like, okay, I need to write as many songs and and do as much sessions and um, doing like five or six sessions a week, but. Um, I feel that right now I just I just want to work with with people I I just really feel a connection with and and work with them a lot to uh, even to grow that that song songwriting connection and um uh 
and so that the sessions are are in general like more more focused on having fun and and having that nice the catching up and uh and and riding instead of like only focusing on uh on that songwriting pace or something just the cracking out as many songs you can or i think that's like <clears throat> sort of what the path has to be like you have to do the whole like writing with as many people as possible and and writing as many songs as possible to like learn who you are as a songwriter and who you vibe with and what you like and what you don't like and what you um <clears throat> yeah what you're trying to get out of a session so i think i've had the same uh sort of journey where now i feel more like i love to i know who i like to work with and i i work with new people all the time still but i have some like solid people and sessions that i go back to and like those are my i know that no matter what i've had a good day <laughs> yeah uh, for wrote a, a song that i know we're gonna feel happy about yeah i think also the the longer the more experience we got over the years if you're in a new session with new people this happens all the time for sure and i like it because it's all it's also like a cool experiment every time a social experiment like can you be open can you give each other what you need but every once in a while for example there might be a producer who's super into his great dope production but will forget to play the verse a couple times give you the writer some space to to write and then now of course i'm experienced enough to say hey man could you please give us some time but maybe before when i was younger and still trying to figure it out you'd be like oh okay i'll try and write in between this but so you you yeah the experience makes it you want to turn the session towards your liking a bit quicker in a good way always i think good vibes are super important always so everyone like tries to ever to make everyone feel good and confident and safe yeah i think it's hard to come up with the best ideas if you're not comfortable in a room because i feel like the best ideas sometimes are like the stupidest ideas and it's like you have to feel safe and like like um yeah, sometimes the best ideas come from the dumbest ideas. Yeah, yeah, you have to look at the the Google Docs we always make. And I think we all have the rule probably I write down anything I feel like writing down, right? And then it's like and then the shitload gets thrown out, of course, but it's fun cuz then you're like maybe this word. Yeah. <laughs> I always have a a section in the Google document that is called either the the graveyard of the, or the abyss and that's just where all the shit goes. Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And also actually we don't really throw it out. We just push it to that section yeah, in our yeah. bottom like <laughs> never delete it. <laughs> yeah, never delete anything. <laughs> yeah, so you obviously already um have a lot of experience with um the creative process and you know how to kind of manage that and turn that into um, the right direction. Um, if you go back to when you first started, like I mean, you already mentioned, you know, you maybe are less, um, uh, you know, you, you feel you can say a little bit less, like in, in your share your voice or share your opinion. Um, what are other things that you might remember uh, from that period? Like, what would you, what kind of advice would you give someone, for example, that will be just starting out with singing and songwriting? I think. Um, so I also uh, do some teaching at the Rock Academy, the songwriters, 
and uh, the super super beginners youngers they are afraid of a thing called writing block writer's block sorry uh and they think this is a real thing <laughs> and i think in sessions people can also like uh, resort to that negative spiral like oh i don't know not today i don't feel it and i've always been quite careful with with voicing that at all but i noticed that i always tell everyone just keep going like maybe this struggle of an hour like having to google stuff or talk about something else or reading a book is necessary to be able to continue and write the best song in the hour after or the day after and like i think we've all learned don't worry we always get there and even if that one time you don't get there it's okay so i think the the more you do it the more confident you get yeah <clears throat> I think also in the beginning, I was too worried about being perfect uh, or like having a finished idea. Um, and so I would often like sit in a corner and be really <laughs> scared about showing like an idea if it was half cooked. But I think trusting the process and trusting your collaborators and also being open to um trying out ideas and trying and failing and trying this and trying that and what if this word is that word and what is uh i like this first line of the melody but then maybe we change this like just keeping like Minga said to keep the process going um and trusting that you'll get there in the end and sometimes it will get uncomfortable i've had days where you spend two hours just not getting anywhere on the one word, the last word. Yeah, but also, yeah, exactly. But also be comfortable with like, I'll just write something here and maybe we can come back to it. Sometimes that happens to be the line that you use and it wasn't a, as big of a deal <laughs> as you thought it was. Uh, but also maybe just start a new idea, just do something new and not be scared of just keep keep it moving, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had to had to find my my like like getting comfortable in songwriting. Um I used to do a lot of writing um uh, on on my own and 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 find my ideas in my kind of like like safe zone. Um and when you're co-writing, it's like also like like putting yourself like out there like uh, in the creative process and um that that kind of also takes uh, like like self confidence, and uh, um, I definitely had to uh, um, ha had a lot of growing to do with uh, with that, and I'm and I'm and I'm still growing with that, um, and that's also why I'm I'm probably not the songwriter that does all kinds of camps and 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 then writes for for di with different songwriters for two weeks. Like I, every now and then I'll I'll uh, uh, work with a new writer and 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 just see if I can build that that connection. And when I when I feel like okay. Um, I'm I'm uh, uh, ready for like the uh, like new people. I'll I'll then schedule uh, a couple new sessions. But I'm, um, yeah, it's it's definitely like uh, like a, a growth kind uh, of kind of thing. And also with the like um, the type of writer that you are, I feel that some some people have some creatives. Uh, they are like all flow. They they when when whenever a beat comes on, they they'll try twenty different melodies um all kinds of like lyric ideas and 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 the other person will just be like cherry picking oh i think we need that and we need we that we need that and and such um for me i'm i'm a little more like like analytic i guess when it comes to uh my songwriting so i i prefer things to be a little more more structured um 
So I'll start off with, uh, I, I always have a title list and I, um, I, I'll look for a nice title that I feel like, okay, maybe we can write something uh, uh, with, this, um, with this song title and then find a nice chord pattern, jam to that and see we can, if we can find a main hook uh, for, like, for the chorus. Um, and then, and then work, work kind of work backwards to the first verse. Um, and when we have all melodies in place and, and, and the rough idea for the chorus, I'll then start writing, writing lyrics. Um, but yeah, some songwriters just, just are all flow. And I, 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 at first I really struggled with that because, um, there was, would just be like too much stimuli in the room. Um, and, and I would, uh, I love to like value every idea and, and, and see if it's, if it's the right idea for the song, but if if a songwriter is like constantly pouring out all these uh, these ideas, I I just tend to get like oh, too overwhelmed, um, and that's something I definitely had to uh, uh, to learn to um, to then just maybe uh, do a step back and uh, and maybe just uh, uh, listen and whenever there's uh, room, I'll throw in my own ideas or say like okay, l- please let's let's focus on maybe let's only the yeah let's pick a melody and and see, and see where, where where we can go with that um but yeah i i guess finding your own like creative identity and 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 what works for you in the creative process that's also something that that takes just um just doing it doing it a lot i guess you're also describing uh having a flexible workflow or way of um, yeah because uh Everyone has like their preferred ways of working, but you know, yeah, we all know that you have to switch it up every once in a while. And you get better and better at this. Maybe also something interesting is uh, ego in the room. Like mm. you have to not be offended, but not offend, and but still be able to give feedback, etc. And uh, I think we've already established like the longer you do, you the better you get at it. But I would really, as advice for young writers, like don't get offended or don't you're all looking for the same goal to have the best song or no it's it's hard sometimes to like find the find the balance especially i'm i'm like you you're and that i um i love to start with the chorus and i need to know like what the hook line is where where are we going because otherwise I, i i get confused and i get overwhelmed and i hear a lot of melodies but I I can't tell if they're good melodies because I don't know where we're going. So, <laughs> like my brain my brain uh, doesn't know what's happening. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've also learned to either like try to like okay, but can we find the chorus or at least the hook line? Or I try to push for that. But also like you say, Mankey, that um, you have to mm-hmm. let it happen sometimes. And sometimes I just take a step back because I have a couple of collaborators who love to do it in a certain way that doesn't necessarily fit me (laughs) the best but I just tend to step back and let them have their um creative process first and then I'll come in with my sort of more analytical way of like okay I love this love this and um yeah like piece it together in a way but i have to turn off my brain because otherwise i <laughs> i get stressed yeah uh yeah this virtual thing is kind of it's it's cool like you think we're all creative flowers and we are like creating melodies but in the end you have to look at those google docs again like how structured we want it. it's like first capitals and we want it so because you're working with multiple people together we can't step into each other's crazy brain yeah this is funny both yeah, both creative and a little analytical then. 
I think so, yeah. yeah. And it also helps uh, with structuring, like zooming out of the song. You can see like, hey, where's the build-up? Where's the hook? Uh, is it too much the same? Or yeah, you analyze the parts, which then again is a cool challenge to think like, oh, we've worked in blocks, first pre-chorus hook, like, well, wait, maybe we can time together more or... Yeah. Yeah, we talk about collaboration a lot. Obviously, that's a huge part of uh, what you guys are doing. Um, I also asked you to select a song that you're very proud of, um, that you've worked on. Um, we're going to listen to um, your song, Your First, One Day at a Time, with Sherry von Wart. Am I seeing that, saying that correct? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> give or take. Um, yeah, we're going to listen to it, and then afterwards I'm very um, interested to hear um, why you picked this song and uh, how the creative process here, uh, give or take, went. Sure. I'm feeling restless. I can wait another day. I want it all. I want it all. Need to slow it down. World is spinning round and round. This is not who I want to be. Need to take control. I don't want to lose it all. Gotta take It's one day, one day, one day, one day at a time One day at a time, one day at a time Oh, one day, one day, one day, one day at a time One day at a time Well, we've listened to the song. Thanks so much for uh, for picking this one, Jort. Uh It's a very nice one. And um, yeah, tell me a little bit more about it. Um, Well... This was, uh, like I, I spoke before, about the title list that I have uh, with all kinds of options for um, for song titles. And um, to be like completely open, um, I've struggled with um, a video gaming addiction for um, for about 12 years. Um, and that has like really influenced uh, my pers personal life, but also my, um, uh, my, my working life. Um, but I'm now clean and sober for... Uh, Oh, just over a year, and um, really, a, a an important sentence in in my recovery is like taking it one day at a time. Like I, I, um, even though I I would love to to like um, feel like I'm fully grown up and and I can leave this behind forever, um, I know that I've been um, struggling with it for for like twelve years. So um, I can't make that change in in um, in one day. So, uh, but but if I I keep focusing on my recovery. Um, it, eventually, it will get better and better, and I'll I'll be able to like like um, uh, leave this behind. But um, it it takes one day at a time. So uh, that's why I, I wrote down that title. And um, I do sessions a lot with uh, with a writer from uh, um, from Spiker Nissa. His name is Coach Kamerling. Um, he also has his own publishing company, and he pitches uh, 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 some of my songs. Um, and we had a we had a co-writing session um, uh, together, um, and I presented that 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 title, and um, uh, we we both felt like okay, let's let's do something with that. Um, and when I've uh, when I listen to the to that title, like one day at a time, it feels like uh, like a song that that is a bit more has a bit more uh, storytelling, telling, and is also a bit more like focus on on like chillness and relax relaxing. So. Um, that felt like good for like a um, like a chill house, tropical house type of uh, a type of song. So um, uh, we just jammed on 
on the acoustic guitar and um, um, and came up with that um, uh, with that chorus hook. Um, but first, the uh, uh, I can grab grab the guitar and, and play a little bit because first uh, the the chorus had uh, had different chords. So. Um, Oh, it's one day, one day, one day, one day at a time, one day at a time, one day, one day at a time. So, but that that chorus has uh, three major chords in it. Um, we start off with the minor, but then it's major, major, major. So it felt a little uh, too happy for because the, the 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 subject is a bit more serious. So um, after I uh, recorded the. Um, uh, uh, the track here in in Zwolle in my studio, um, we felt like okay, it it just doesn't it it just doesn't feel that it's there. Um, it was kind of an identity crisis with the song, um, so we ended up flipping the chords and adding an extra minor, and that that gives the whole song like a totally different flavor to it. So now the chorus is, oh, it's one day, one day, one day, one day at a time, one day at a time. One day at a time, oh, one day, one day, one day, one day at a time, one day at a time, one day, one day at a time. So that extra minor in there, um, just yeah, gives it a bit more, uh, makes it a bit more serious, I guess. Um, and uh, and that's how we ended up pitching the song. And uh, um, yeah, fortunately, uh, Cherry von der Waard, um uh, listened to the track and and he thought that it was that it was uh, beautiful. It sparked creativity, so uh, he did the uh, the full production and um, and the track has been out for um, I don't know like a month or uh, or six weeks. I don't know. Pretty well, huh? Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. We're doing uh, I think uh, between sixty and seventy thousand streams per day. So that I'm yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. Very and also cool that it's such a personal song. Yeah, that is doing so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was. Um, like when when I was still like in active in active use, um, I would like I I used to focus a lot more on um, like less personal subjects and and just uh, finding titles on uh, on Spotify and um, that I do felt like uh, felt like I could write a, a story to. Um, but nowadays I'm I feel that I I have a bit more freedom to um, kind of um, open up and and uh, also share a bit more more personal stuff. So. Um, uh, yeah, so happy that the the, the song is out and uh, that I can share a little bit of my myself in that track. So uh, great, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful, inspiring story as well. And uh, yeah, the fact that it is so personal might be also one of the reasons why it's such a success, perhaps. Yeah, even even if uh, this like the song is packaged in a way that it could also um, be just about um, about stress or. Uh, just dealing with with like all kinds of issues and and taking a step back and 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 just just relax. I mean, for me, it was it, it was about my uh, um, uh, my addiction and my re- recovery. But um, I guess that's all. Like I I'm a I'm a songwriter with a commercial com- commercial heart. So like I like I like pop stuff. So I could could do this thing like fully about my my video gaming addiction. But then it might appeal to like a smaller audience and. Um, uh, this way, it it can appeal to a a, a larger audience, and um, and yeah, for me because I love like pop music, it doesn't feel like a like a compromise because I can still get my my story across. It's just phrased a little different. So uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Then um, next up is Hush Hush. 
Uh, that's your track, uh, Susanna. You made that yeah. one with uh, Anthony Kiros. Yes, the Patrick Gold and Patrick Gold. Yeah, let's listen to it and um, then let's talk about it. That was Hush Hush. What can you tell about it? Um, I chose this song actually almost for the opposite reason of uh, <laughs> of uh, your song. Um, I think this was a case of like me letting go a little because uh, I'm usually very... Uh, I like the emotional stuff. I like um, to really like dig deep uh in the emotional stuff and um i almost chose a different song but i thought you know what i think i'm gonna choose this song because it is my best streaming song as as a vocalist um and i think it has some sort of like magic in it that i don't really understand <laughs> which i think is really cool um and i think it comes from um from letting go a little uh we wrote it it was the first time i met anthony um and i was really nervous i was in berlin for the first time to write and do sessions and i'd also just started singing again i didn't sing for a very long time because uh um i didn't think that i should be doing that <laughs> i i started writing because I was singing but then I sort of grew more into this songwriting uh, aspect of it and I just lost faith in me as a as a vocalist um so I had just released two songs um as sauna and I walked into the session and it was just so much energy and so fast paced and it's like one of those songs that you don't remember writing it uh, I think I was like <laughs> desperately trying to write lyrics to this thing that already existed. Uh, it was just so fast and um, and it's one of those things that I'm still trying to recreate sometimes, but I think you you can't. Sometimes you just have those like magic moments. Um, and it was such such a great session and we came out of it. Um, we ended up going back and rewriting the pre-chorus. Um, and I think I sent Anthony five different versions uh, of the pre-chorus. Uh, four that I'd written with other people. And then one that I just wrote by myself just as a backup. Uh, just to like have sent in enough. And that was the one that made it to the final to the final song uh so that was also really fun um and yeah that was like the first song that really um sort of took off on my channel or my profile on, on spotify so um 
it's come to me mean a lot to me um and it's actually almost a year since we released it also on soa so um yeah i think that song is just gonna be really special and have some sort of magic that i don't understand <laughs> it's like some something that came from somewhere else i don't know yeah and i was going to ask um was it also the song that kind of got you back your uh confidence as a singer <clears throat> yeah uh definitely it was um it was one of my three first uh releases but it was it was definitely part of the process and I also had to learn to record my vocals around that time, which I hadn't been doing. So that was also, I think for me, sitting at home and doing it by myself gave me a lot of um, confidence because I got to relearn my voice just without any uh, any outside input. And like now I'm much more comfortable going in the studio with someone else and I know how to use my voice in a way that is cool which before I was so nervous that I, I I didn't know and I was trying to like sound like someone else or like trying to be something that I'm not um so it was definitely a part of that process for me um yeah yeah very cool to see kind of both sides of the process you know like one um, your personal life being the reason why you write stuff, you know, and, and the other like writing also having, in this case, a very positive impact on your personal life. Um, I think that's very cool to see. Yeah. What, uh, what I also find interesting is, um, that if a song like you, when you write a track, you might not feel like, okay, uh, this is my, my best one, but when a track has success, that will also change the way you look at that track and you start to uh, like it more and more because it because it had it its success and um at least that's that's what what definitely is something that happens with with me every now and then when yeah when when you when you're pitching it you feel like okay it's, it's just one of those one of those songs um but yeah when it when it does uh yeah uh stream well and and or or people like really love the track at festivals um, you 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 get the, like an extra love for for the track, definitely. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Writing. Last but not least, um, you chose "Dance on Jupiter," a circle you made with glass. Name a man. Well, I can pronounce very well because I'm Dutch. <laughs> um, yeah, let's listen to it and um, talk about it. Have you been to outer space? Riding on the Milky Way. I caught up, no, so I cannot be an astronaut. They said, okay, why not? Floating through the atmosphere tonight. Guided by a gazillion starlights, cross my heart. I'll be right by your side. We're gonna dance on Jupiter tonight. Right, cool track, something different again. Um, yeah, take the stage. Uh, yeah, so this is my most recent release. It's always really hard to pick because of all the reasons Jort also just <laughs> mentioned. But um, it's my most recent release. I wrote it also on a trip to Berlin because 
I love going to Berlin to write with so many people there. And uh, there's a good connection going on. And um, it was my, I did five days of writing that day. And I did days and evenings because when I go, I go all in. And uh, it was like the, the final hours before I had to go and leave and go back to the Netherlands. And I had a session with Adria the First and Eli Oaks. And we just had a great, great time. And I talked about tuning in to, uh, into the same wavelength, the same headspace. And that's exactly what we did for four songs that day. Um, and this one, it was about, I mean, this is definitely imaginary songwriters love space stuff. Because um, we are talking about floating in outer space and dancing on Jupiter and meeting an alien. And she brings our friends along. And it has this imaginary quality and also this alienating vibe in, in the chords and the melodies that uh, we just thought is super cool. Um, so, for example, my brother is an aerospace engineer, so super serious though. And I was like, oh man, he's going to think I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the difference between our lives uh, for sure. Um, and I remember this one sentence, something about called up NASA, can I be an astronaut? And then we're like, well, they said, okay, why not? And at first, when I pitched that idea, I was like, ugh, that's just silly. <laughs> and Ali was like, no, that's great. It's a great rhyme. It just captures what we're actually doing here because you have to be honest about what you're doing there. I'm not, I'm not writing my personal story there and I'm not uh, trying to let go. I'm just trying to create a crazy, uh, impossible world there. So, um, that's why it was nice to work with them. Um, and I remember also the structure of the song is a bit awkward and the hook is uh, very rhythmical. And yeah, maybe you wouldn't always go for that. But in this sense, it worked really well. I remember the producer being, this is too rhythmical, guys. Like, I can't really understand what you're saying. And we're like, no, trust us. Trust us. This is going to be good. And uh, yeah, we got it cut super quickly. Class liked it. And uh, of course, it was an honor to work on something with class. And it's also streaming so well. So I have what Yort has. Uh, you just start liking it more. And it was actually one of the songs that came out and I just put on repeat. And I really loved what he did with it. Because yeah, like you you give him the track, you send the stems and you don't know what production is going to come back. And the drop, like I would never, ever be able to come up with anything like it. So that's why it's uh, so cool to have a producer, yeah, put on put his input in it, and have a whole new uh, thing again. Yeah, I think that was a good day. We got fifty percent of the songs cut. Just pitch out the other ones. So we're gonna see. <laughs> we're going for one hundred. No, I don't know. Wow, that's not the goal, but it's it's a nice extra. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah, we've talked about you know collaborating with uh, other producers, but. Uh, Mink and uh, Zana, you also work together on a track that we released at Suave. Um, what can you tell about that collaboration? How did that go? Uh, that was with Eddie. Eddie, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was online. It was during lockdown. <laughs> I think for me, it was such a door opener. Um, I I went to like a pop school in Norway. It's called Limpy. Um, and it's basically like a boot camp for songwriters. Uh, you're just stuck in a studio for 10 months. It's like a 10-month-long songwriting camp. Uh, really hardcore. <laughs> and, and I came out of that in 2019. 
and then went straight to LA and then it was lockdown when I came back and so that was the start of my songwriting like career <laughs> so and at that point I didn't know how to record my vocals I didn't like really have a working computer <laughs> I was just like <laughs> so for me that was the start of everything and um I have like some good people that I work with in Norway um where I'm from I'm currently in Amsterdam but um but I think in the beginning when everyone's like trying to do their own thing I think it was such a savior for me to find like people people on the internet like in different countries and I I worked mostly in Berlin and like with people like Ming in um in uh, Holland and people from Sweden and just all over that I don't think or I know that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for that because we weren't traveling and um yeah it makes it much more affordable to be able to yeah to meet so many people at once and yeah. also usually those sessions are quicker yeah you know yeah somehow and the, the process is different because the sound quality of course is a bit uh you have to kind of imagine what it's going to sound like if you hear it through the speakers etc but i guess if you're yeah we found a way was great i love it <laughs> um yeah there's another technology topic obviously that we can't ignore in this session um which is artificial intelligence um yeah a lot of people do say it might have an influence on um like singing for uh, songwriting maybe how do you guys see that how do you feel this is going to affect you or not you mean for example using chat gpt for lyrics or something yeah, whatever. But, you know, there's also, um, you know, uh, uh, AI tools that can actually generate a voice already oh, yeah. and write a song in a specific verse, in a specific style. Like, is that something that you're afraid of? Or do you think, well, this is not something that's going to affect us that negatively? I think it's two worlds that can exist, like, like together. Um, I, I do think that in, like maybe five or 10 years time, we'll have like AI generated music. Um, and maybe like listeners, I, I feel that there's a, also a difference between like like listening to music and just hearing music. Um, and when you're in the, uh, maybe in the gym, like working out, um, you just want something uh, uh, to, uh, to, to get you going. Maybe that doesn't always have to be like a super pure thing, but just something in the background to, uh, to, to get you going uh and i feel that yeah maybe in the in the future that could be a thing that that will be done by uh, like uh with ai that that is just ai created music um but i also feel that that when you like like really want to listen to music um that you yeah you also kind of want something with like like soul and uh, and heart and uh and I think that's something like AI can can definitely get like really good at it because the the more data you you put into uh, AI, the the better it gets. Um, so that is that you could see that as kind of a scary thing. Um, but I I do feel that the two worlds can exist together. And uh, um, yeah, so I'm 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 definitely not af not afraid like uh, what how this will influence my 
my my songwriting uh, career. Um, Did it affect your income a little, I guess, because you were saying in the gym yeah. or like the Peloton bike. I know these two uh, have been kind of a source of income for me as well. <laughs> like, oh, that's goodbye royalties for those. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, well, we're just going to have to see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, but I also feel that, that working as a songwriter, uh, you always have to um, be open to like new things. Because yeah, um, sure. if you look at genres, um, when when just when COVID hit, that's when like Slap House started to become like really popular. And I feel that because of uh, COVID and it lasted so long that Slap House could actually um, um, be around a little longer because we were all in that kind of like mental space, like uh, all like feeling super down. And um, and Slap House being that like super dark sound and and voice, voices being formatted uh, up or down, I feel that that. Um, that definitely has had an had an influence, but um, that genre came just uh, was there so super fast. And and if you want to um, like stay relevant as a songwriter, I feel that you um, it's like it's not a, a hard necessity to um, to always follow the trend, um, but it could definitely help to uh, to just explore that new thing and and see how it how it works for you creatively. Um, so yeah, when Slap House came around, that that's when I had to get used to. Okay, my voice uh, is now going to be formatted down, and uh, uh, and I'll I'll sound like so, so like somebody else. And um, and yeah, if you if you're just open to that, um, you can make it your own. Um, and for me, like Slap House was really important for the overall growth of my uh, uh, my my songwriting. But then when but we had the festival season last year, that's when like Tech House all of a sudden started becoming big and. Okay, so we're now doing like more rappy stuff, and uh, uh, so it's it's constantly um, evolving uh, the music industry, and um, yeah, and there, and there are, there are like genres that will 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 always do well. I feel that that a, that a solid like like piano house commercial piano house track will always work because it's just it's such a warm blanket. Um, and some genres might might go big and then uh, um, and then disappear again. Um, but even like a couple years ago, there was um, like like um, melodic bass and future bass, like that halftime type of stuff, like Elenium, um Even Martin Garrix was, was doing it back then. Um, that was that was big then. But there are still um, artists in in. Uh, in the United States, that that do that, and and it's it, there. It's still a big genre. Maybe in in Europe, not so much, but um, because there's still artists doing it. Every now and then, I will write a, a melodic bass or feature bass track, um, just because it's a different type of songwriting, and I can still pitch those um, uh, those those songs. I think I'm still hopeful that it's going to be a, an addition to whatever we're doing, and that. Um, it can be a really good tool. Um, I think I tried the other day to have it write a song for me. Um, and it was, um, not great. It's uh, quite bad still. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> quite bad still. I but I gave it, I gave it like feedback and said, like, could you do more of this and less of this? And what creeped creeped me out the most was that it said back like, oh yeah, thank you for the feedback. Uh, I'm really not great at songwriting still, but I'm still learning. And maybe you could like 
give me some feedback on my work <laughs> and um yeah it's uh i think there's definitely things about ai that scares me but i think for now i'm hopeful that um for songwriting it's just a good thing what was that chat gpt that you were working with or uh... yeah yeah okay yeah, because I I I feel that it also ha makes a difference how you uh, how you phrase it. Yeah. Um. So if, I think if you want the the AI to work better, uh, you should like like tell it that it's an expert at certain fields. So whenever I try uh, <laughs> do do something with lyrics, I'll say, uh, you're an expert uh, psychologist, uh, poet, and songwriter. Right. Um. Uh, uh, write me a song with with uh, about this and this and that, and make sure it has the following sections: a verse, a pre-chorus, a, a chorus, yeah. and a and a second verse. And um. And then, like, the more um, specific you make it, the 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 better it. Uh... So, so now you have to be creative with the prompts you put in. Yeah. Yeah. Have to meet a new songwriting guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's not very good at. Uh, syllables so I think that's a challenge for it oh that's not important songwriting at all both <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah I think we um, are nearing the end uh, I think we could talk for hours more uh, you have very nice stories to tell very you know great experiences that you you know have already um, had as a singer songwriter um, but just to conclude everything, I just want to ask you to maybe list a top one, two, three things um, you think are most important to have, like qualities or mindsets um, as a singer-songwriter. Um, maybe that could help, you know, the people that are listening to it become better versions of their own songwriting selves as well. Maybe um, like finding, like people waiting for their muses that's not a real thing just inspire yourself find things that can trigger you and then just keep associating like you see a mug and you're like oh it looks like a cat and now you just keep going and the, like it's endless you can go on endless roads with your creativity yeah and too i think um uh trust trust the process like whenever you're focused on like i want to ride the next I don't know, like Justin Bieber track or the next uh, Chesto song, um, you might not end up getting there um, because the goal is like, like maybe like too, um, too high. Just um, trust the process and, and, and trust that it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a skill that you're developing. Um, and it might take 10,000 hours to become like a, like, like a, like a pro at it. Um but the more you do it, uh, the better you'll you'll get at it, and and the more you'll you'll start to see like, okay, maybe maybe this is not the um, the best idea to go to go for. Find a different direction to to um, to get the song going. What I really noticed that um, uh, I have like different different pitch lists with with all songs I I, I write, and I'll have like an like an A list um, for like the, the 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 top artist, and then like a, maybe a B or C list. Um, but uh, I I feel that like what what used to be my A list like uh, two years ago now is not my A list anymore because um, back then I was like okay this like this is the best song I've written um, and it, it needs to be like a hit record um, but now that I I look back at those songs I feel like okay yeah I've, I've I've written like much better tracks and that's just the whole the whole process thing like um, I guess just just 
being humble and see what what um yeah trust that process and and see what what uh what kind of interest you can get for 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 a track and you'll yeah when you when you write a top line you you need that producer to uh to get to get that song out there so um yeah sometimes also just being being thankful that there is interest uh, in in that song and 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 somebody uh um wants to wants to release it and and it might not always end up being being the exact thing you want um but yeah the the song will end up uh being released so um uh, i guess just being being thankful for that but it's like it's all it's all a journey of growth and uh yeah getting better at it so that was quite a long too. It's like five tips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <tip>. sorry. <laughs> um, no, I'd say, and it's more for me actually. But believe in yourself. Believe in your ideas. Believe in your, um, or believe it. Believe that you can be the person in the session that makes the session great. I think. For a long time, I was like trying to write with the best people and like trying to, I was, I was reaching way too much and I was um, trusting others way more than myself in a room. And I think um, just realizing that you could be that per person in the room that makes the song great or makes the session great and just working on your craft and working on being the best songwriter that you can be uh, instead of reaching so much for other people to be that for you or like thinking that they'll make you better or something like that. Um, and just, um, yeah, really trust that your ideas are good and um, that your ideas are valid, but also on the other hand, leave the ego at the door and um yeah collaborate well yeah well i want to um conclude this session i think it's um been super super interesting thank you so much guys for taking the time and sharing your experience sharing your tips um yeah it's uh, been amazing uh i want to conclude with um yeah just saying it was a very great session also for the first edition of Swap Invites. Hope we'll do a lot more and uh, obviously also hope that we will hear a lot of uh, new songs from you in the near future.